0: Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> energized Podcast, we are back. It's still 2019. Barry, how are you doing? Still 2019. Very energized. So, Barry, tell us. Oh, actually, before you tell us what's on today's show, if you're new to the Energized Podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning Energized listener, welcome back. So Barry, tell us what is on today's show. Okay,
1: on today's show, we are going to be talking about what our POA is, our plan of action for the week. Then we're going to be discussing the major talking points from the week. And then we're going to be discussing what to expect from 2019 from the UFC, Bellator, Irish rugby and Irish football. And then we're going to play Ross's favourite game at the end. Will it or won't it happen? Uh, Ross before we actually kick off the show I was there at my gaff the other day and I was like One of my favourite things to do is actually do the
0: show you know that Yeah oh it's absolutely incredible to do It's more so I don't think I laugh as much as when I do the show throughout the week Yeah. Uh, we sort of just talk about topical stuff and we sort of you know crack a few jokes about it And it's, it's really good crack Also it's sort of the pinnacle of the week when something happens throughout the week You're like can't wait to discuss that on Monday do you think
1: it's because there's like no phones involved and you're just like, right, undivided attention for like an hour? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's
0: actually a rare thing that two people would sit down and conversate for each other, with each other for over an hour without like being on social media or being on Facebook or, which is also social media, or looking at the telly or, you know, yeah. getting a text from a friend or a phone call. Yeah. so It's, it's quite a rare thing. Now, I know once in a blue moon, we might look up something on the podcast, but the, pod, or the conversation is not based off What's scrolling through your feed at that time Yeah it's a Strange world isn't it Like back in the day People would
1: only have the TV in the way maybe Or The newspaper But uh, Yeah times are changing No I was only just realised that there the other day Because Don't wait when you look at the comments and stuff That people are like Oh yeah Standardised Or yeah. If, All that sort of crap And then uh, You're like Do you know what The most important thing to me Like is just Coming out with great content And um, making people laugh And people enjoying their show anyway So uh, Yeah Everyone's the art, the art of conversation is not yet. Yeah, everyone, we do it for you, but uh, okay. So as we said last week, that uh, we split the show up into segments. So we're gonna start off with POA, Energized Plan of Action for the week. Okay, so today we've applied for media
0: credentials for Bellator Dublin, and uh, Ross, break it down for us there, will you, Bud? So basically, each time there's a mixed martial arts event, whether it be BAMA, UFC, Bellator, whoever. We apply for media credentials. Normally, when it's Bellator Bama, we get positive reaction. They're like, yeah, there you go. Happy days. Um, We get credentials. So, hopefully, this is going to be probably the biggest show in Dublin for us to get credentials for, I think. Would you agree? Yeah. Espe- um, yeah especially because it's Bellator by itself. Last
1: time, it was easier because Bama, we'd previously done work with them. So, it was we already had a foot in the door. But, uh, yeah, this time, we're... We're going off our own records, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, our own following. Uh, the funny thing was, they they were asking for like our Twitter following handle. And uh, myself and Ross, like, as you know, we really just push our Instagram because we're more visual than written context, you know. But uh,
0: yeah, let's see how it goes. Like, I'm sure it will go well. Yeah, in fairness, I actually don't really like Twitter. More so, it's less user-face friendly. Uh, sometimes you sort of click on something and it's hard to see the replies. It's not as like... Straightforward. And then also, do you ever find that out of all your social media apps, like, you try and refresh Twitter and it's like the less friendly to refresh? No, I'd agree with that. Uh, uh, all, all, In fairness, all social
1: media seems to be going sort of all over the place. It's not in structure by post by post by post.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, even Instagram, if you like refresh, it's not like, you would be 20 minutes ago, two days ago, two hours ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no this the new ones yeah there should almost be like a, a filter button and you go recently added and you get that and then you get like most liked and you get that sort of you know what I mean
1: yeah. I'd uh, added that as well yeah. because sometimes someone's photographing two, day, two days ago comes from to my news feed and I go if I like this now they'll be like they'll think I'm just on their page you yeah. know what I mean like yeah yeah
0: that, which is not exactly, you don't want people to think you're actually stalking Yeah.
1: Now, in fairness, I am completely stalking them, yeah. but like, if for them to know.
0: Yeah, you don't want people to know <laughs> it, it, It's a bit like, uh, you'd be showing off, you'd be like, showing your ex-girlfriend to one of the lads and then they're going into photos from 2015 and one of the lads like double taps it and you're like, no!
1: It's like, man, that's a picture from 1994. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like oh yeah. you, you've been ruined yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know I was, I heard like a, a lot of girls tend to look back on their like ex-boyfriends new girlfriends and go back through all the pictures and yeah. sometimes they like their shit like, which is actually funny but uh, yeah it's funny how people actually really do care and have to have a scan you know if you've ever
0: liked one of your ex-boyfriends or girlfriends photos or if they've ever liked one of your photos let us know yeah. We'll do nothing with it, but let us know i say that feeling would be so bad You'd
1: yeah. be like, oh my god, what did I just do? But uh, yeah, so myself and Ross have applied for the Bell media credentials uh, Some people that listen to the show are also planning on doing it as well So uh, there you go, we've applied So therefore you can go and apply as well um, Yeah, if you need
0: the link, let us know Yeah,
1: and then uh, this week, myself and Ross are sending out the invites for people to come on the show Um, we're looking through the Bellator card we're going to invite all the Irish fighters on the show uh, because obviously they live in Ireland it's going to be easier for us to get them on the show and
0: um, most of the SPG lads um, Kiefer Crosby James Gallagher Will Fleury um, Richie Coyley if he actually gets announced on the card basically all the Irish fighters mainly the SPG ones Uh, we're not guaranteed we're going to get all of them but we should get one or two of them anyway. Yeah. Uh, one okay. or, one, well, in fairness, one or two of them have come to us and asked, can they get on the show? So, like, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. It helps that we had Keane Kelly previously on the show. So, they'll
1: be friends with Keane. They'll know Keane. They can obviously ask yeah. Keane what it was like to have him, what was it like on the yeah. show. And, and he, like, looked, yeah, he, he looked, yeah, he had a great time. Yeah. And also,
0: Keane stars a, a loyal fan of the show as well. Yeah. So, He's uh, the man. He, he is did, the man. No, no one sends us uh, more replies to our Instagram stories than him. He's the number one Instagram story replier. Well, he only replies with an emoji. Every yeah. now and then, you might write two words to us. Yeah, would be we're, like humble the lads. Yeah, Dave, if you're listening now, like let us
1: know if you're going to tour because yeah. Ross wants a photograph. We have to get put it over the the fireplace. Us three. Yeah, very energized. But yeah, we're inviting people on, and uh, that's our plan for the week. So that's from here on out. We're gonna let you know our sort of agenda and plan for each week, and that's what we're doing. We're sending out the invites. We're trying to get people on. We're gonna try and provide the best content that uh, Energized has ever seen, and uh, you, you're coming along for the ride. But uh,
0: that's
1: going to lead us. Is, that's sort of
0: yeah, I think that sounds me. We're also going to go to the gym. Yeah, I was actually yeah. going to mention that. Oh, yeah. um, Barry's still off the cigarettes. So what, a legend? Yeah, still off the cigarettes. And did I sort of coerce you by saying that on the, last week that no, you were like, "Oh, I better stay off
1: them." No, it, no, it was more like I just totally went into like hibernation for a couple of days. I was like, I stayed off social media and stuff. I was just like, here, the amount of time I spend on it, I, like, I just needed to like detox from cigarettes and social media sometimes you look at social media and you're like that person's having an amazing life for that six pack and all them girls hanging off the arms and then you look in the mirror with a ginger beard and fat belly you're like uh, i'll take a day or two off and then also my dad's giving up the cigarettes as well he was going to get the uh, electronic one but i've seen people with, on the electronic cigarette for like two years and they still haven't given it up so like myself and my dad are just going absolute cold turkey so far it's grand it's just sometimes where i'd usually have a cigarette I don't have it so that's a bit strange for you don't have to deal with that time yeah are you drinking more coffee than before uh, no 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 a lot less coffee as well because oh. that sort of goes oh, part okay. and parcel with it oh, okay. as well yeah so uh, and then also like we've uh, like as we said before we signed up with the Irish Bloggers Agency and they, they have uh, their, their opening party on the 22nd of this month and myself and Ross have to go in to impress and like uh, look well so I'm sure yeah we'll, we have two weeks to get in shape we have two weeks to get in shape <laughs> very energised yeah so no carbs <laughs> and just turkey but uh yeah we'll get to that when that comes up but uh that's what we have to look forward to yeah so th- tomorrow tomorrow it starts Um the plan is we're going to go get some pancakes first and then we're going to go train and then we're going to try and train. get get Ross on uh, Love Island again if you missed last week's episode check it out but uh so that's sort of plan of the week isn't it yeah so we're going to move on to our next segment which is the news of the week. The news of the week. Uh, we're going to start off with Conor McGregor calling out Tencent. Uh, what's his name? Lackashawa. Like, like, I don't
0: know what was them Tencent. Anyway, the fave fella Floyd Mayweather or not, in like under two minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: Conor McGregor added UFC and his managing team. Paradigm. He, paradigm, that's it, exactly. Yeah, and saying he wants to fight Tencent, so sort it out. Uh, Ross. So you is, know,
0: called, t- you is Conor know, McGregor t- back? You know, Tencent replied to this. Have you seen that? No. No. Tencent replied and he was like. Thank you for remembering my name, Mr McGregor. <laughs> I was like Who do you bleeding saying no orco. He goes, Yeah, I'm down for a kickback boxing fight. Uh watch your diet at fifty eight kilos. And I was like, fifty eight kilos? I had to go and like see what that was in pounds. Guess how many pounds it is? Um one thirty eight. No, one twenty seven. One twenty seven. So like that fight's
1: never gonna happen. No, no, Not no, that way. Anyway. No. Connor be lucky to make one forty five.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think if it really comes down to a they'll have to catch weight at one forty. What um what weight did Floyd Mayweather fight Tencent? Maybe 147, because I think that's where Floyd fought most of his career at. Maybe it'll just be it should be an open way fight. Although you don't want McGregor coming in at one seventy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like I think I said one forty there and like McGregor fought one forty five and looked like he was on heroin. So like, I don't think that's gonna happen either. Did I think one fifty is like the lowest McGregor can go now. Do you think? Do you think that would even happen? Because obviously, Connors after having his second child there, with yeah. a, with Dee. A,
1: a baby girl, by the way.
0: Oh yeah. Oh oh the the name is an Irish name. I can't think of the name of it. That was great by me there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Congratulations Congrats. anyway. Conor. Yeah. Yeah. But all, um, all the best. The the champ champ junior. Do you think that child? He's gonna have that child like looking up to Katie Taylor.
1: She might be like a mix of Katie Taylor and
0: uh, Amanda Nunes. Who knows?
1: But, uh, <laughs> she's going to be a... What, a stone cold killer? <laughs> yeah, kind of have her straight in training. I'm yeah. like, why not? I mean, he has good genetics and Dee going to
0: get battered by everyone, isn't she? Who? Dee Devlin, she's going to get battered by all the... Oh, by all yeah, the kids? Yeah, yeah, all the kids. doesn't oh, right. just a chance. Uh, yeah,
1: sure, Tony's, Tony's meant to be fighting as well, isn't
0: he? Yeah, can't wait for that one. But, uh, here, look, Conor McGregor. What a guy! Like he's—he basically, I think he saw Floyd do the cash grab, and he's like, I'll do that cash grab as well." Yeah, I think he's basically that. That wasn't the, uh, all fight tension, and I think that was more so. Whoever hooked Floyd up with that fight, come have a chat with Team McGregor. Yeah, yeah. I think that was more than anything. Just a payday over in Japan, yeah. really nice holiday. But uh, Did you see it happen? No, that's not going to happen. I don't think it either. I don't. UFC aren't going to let him do that. Yeah,
1: we'll keep you up to date on that anyway. But uh, it's good to see Conor is back.
0: Yeah he's back he's back in the gym as well Which is good to see So Fair play to him Although I was almost a bit like Just had the kid And he's already in the gym Fair play to him And he was cheering on As Dallas Cowboys win the playoffs Saw that as well yeah It's funny though Like he goes to one game with them And now he's like The mascot for the team almost You know what I mean Yeah well he was loud on the pitch And he was yeah. there with the whole team You know what I mean that, I feel like he like said A few words before the game as well Yeah he had a He probably toasted with a glass proper, of proper 12 Yeah yeah. 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 Uh, is he is he the uh, Dallas Cowboys Ray Lewis now Is he Comes out Does the motivational speech And then they go on and win Well It seems to be working Doesn't yeah. it hey, Hold on If the Cowboys get the Super Bowl How much is McGregor Being flown flying flying over that
1: Well if he's not fighting Tencent on the same night <laughs> uh, Definitely yeah. Uh Speaking of drinking, uh, Wayne Rooney was caught in Washington Airport um, after mixing drinks and taking sleeping tablets. If you haven't seen the photograph, the aka mugshot of him, he looks quite deranged. Um, Ross, this was obviously big news here in England. Um, on, um well, in the UK and Ireland, it was big news because Wayne Rooney is Manchester United's all-time leading goal scorer, England's all-time leading goal scorer. Um, what did you make it is? First of all, when you get arrested in America, I don't think
0: your face should be plastered around and let around. Do you know what I mean? I, do, I think when you get a mugshot in America, it's like a public open like for public forum or whatever it is. Yeah, but which it, is like not great. His fine
1: altogether was less than two hundred dollars. So I, like, if it was over like fifty thousand dollars, then the mugshot should be shown around. But like, if you're only doing caught for like
0: jaywalking, I think, I think like it's a bit much. Also, he was wearing like the orange jumpsuit, so that mean they took all his clothes off him and he has to go like. Where that I'm not sure exactly But um I think it was I think it was fine $91 Which is such a like Random fine To be fined Uh, It's like $91 there For like Drinking disorderly And like It was like $25 for The processing fees Or whatever you want to call them Well if you look at Wayne Rooney
1: He's just achieved Everything basically Uh He's like 32 Um the, The The MLS season He's not back until March He was flying home From
0: Saudi Arabia Like let him do what he wants. Like I mean, how much do you look at Wayne Rooney? Go thirty-five in terms of yeah. like where yet he where he's at in his career. Yeah,
1: it's it's because he's been going since he was yeah. sixteen. You know, what I mean, like it seems like he's been here like since he even remember football. He was almost banging in the goals.
0: Also, I can't believe he actually plays for DC United as well. It's such like a random out of all the American teams he plays for, he plays for like The most random one. Yeah. Um. Look, was well, I sorted out? Cause. The only thing I think this could affect is he do come over and does a bit of punishmentry over here and I think it might affect him doing punishry over here if people are like, Oh here, you can't be like, getting him on, he's like drunk and swordly yeah. all the time. It was such a
1: minute thing, but mm-hmm. you can you blow it up into massive like it's news everywhere. You know what I mean? Like say if it was me or you, we wouldn't even it wouldn't reach newspapers, but like Wayne Rooney all of a sudden
0: it's all over the world. Do you think maybe he's afraid of flying and he tried to just sort of get himself a bit like out of it, how he could just like get on the plane and yeah. like obviously when he was at man United, you know, no one was going to go like, really he was over before the flight yeah. you know what I mean maybe a he's just afraid of flying a lot of people take sleeping tablets and a lot yeah. of people are
1: afraid of um, flying as well but uh, speaking of football as well Manchester City it was a battle of, the, battle of the top two Manchester City were taking on Liverpool Manchester City won 2-1 against Liverpool the Premier League title has been reduced the race is now down to 4 points and it's looking like it could be very interesting till the end of the season between Liverpool
0: and Man City Ross, yeah. Uh, look, it was a very tight game. Could have went either way. Um for me, Leroy Sané was the difference between the two sides. He had a fantastic game. I actually think Fernandinho ended up in the man match but Yeah. Um, it was one of those things where it, it was quite strange. It was quite strange that like, the mid the midfield was almost the irrelevant part of the game. And it was all about the attack on either end, the defense on either end. Um. Look, City won out in the end. Uh, I think Aguero scored something like seven in eight against Liverpool in the Etihad or something like that in his last eight games. Uh, he was on the score sheet again. Yeah,
1: supposedly he's never scored at Anfield as well.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's always interesting. I think Messi has a stat somewhere, like, he's never scored. He, was it Sanford Bridge? He'd never scored that before or something, was it? And he did score. So, I think it's one of those <laughs> things where, like, next time they read out that stat before the game in Anfield, he'll score. It's bound to happen, uh, yeah. Um, Do you see the goal line? They use the goal line technology, the ball... Uh, was it, 11 cent Or 11 millimetres
1: From crossing the line or Yeah something. it was so It was like a, a, a hair Just a, a hair's breadth away yeah. from going in Couldn't believe it Like because most Referees would have given that As a goal
0: I don't know It yeah. was just uh, I actually thought Ederson Was a bit dodgy in the game I thought he had a few moments Where I was a bit like Oh Oh uh, It was grand Alisson was brilliant again That was game, It was sort of So evenly matched that There was very Very few like Certain opportunities Yeah See, the thing is, that was definitely Liverpool's best team. And that was
1: not Manchester City's best team. And Manchester City are expecting players back. If Liverpool like have like, an injury such as like Van Dijk or Salah out of the team, they could struggle. So if you're still going to bet your money, I think that that's a huge blow to Liverpool. I know it's their first yeah. loss of the season. But uh, once Manchester City get the likes of Kevin De Bruyne back, that's going to be uh, very interesting. So uh, keep your eyes on the Premier League
0: and also we'll keep you up to date on that as well. Yeah, would you, would you say Van Dijk is Liverpool's most crucial player? Because uh, like, yeah. if Salah's not there the other guys can chip in for the goals but Van Dijk seems to be that rock at the back.
1: Yeah. Van Dijk is like a, a proper man and a leader. You know what I mean? Like Salah mm. is just, sort of minute and
0: quick. Mm. He's not really like... Actually now, now that I think about it I think Lovren was caught out for both goals and like it's typical offer of to he's world-class and then we caught out for both goals. Yeah.
1: And they're missing Joe Gomez as well yeah. who formed a very good partnership at the back for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah but we'll keep you all posting that. Uh, another funny one in the world of football is there's this thing called the Soccer Sixes with the old school players. Players that were retired and they're coming back playing for Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales, the rest of the world, Northern Ireland as well. And then uh, Ireland were playing England and at nil all, Jason McTeer. For Ireland. Pulled Michael Owen. Michael Owen then kicked him. They both fell on the ground. They both got back up then. And then McIntyre. Like sort of. Push kicked. Michael Owen in the arse. And then uh, the referee came over. Sent Jason McIntyre off. And McIntyre went on a mad one after. He was like. They didn't send Michael Owen off. Because he's Michael Owen. And he's English. And then like. Everyone was like. Jesus Christ relax. And then Michael Owen said after. He should have been sent off. But like. First of all. Do you know what. It was cool to see. Players still have the bite. In something that was meant to be. Semi for charity but uh, what did you make of the incident Ross because the second I saw that I was straight into our WhatsApp
0: group being like lads you have to check this out for me I was like great teep kick from McAteer I was like you know exactly what you're looking for very John Jones-esque fair play to him but look in fairness I didn't actually see anything wrong with what McAteer did and also I felt like the ref by sending him off treated it as if it was still a Premier League game exactly you know what I mean I was like yeah, because that it's, kick wasn't yeah, even a. It wasn't there was a, no malice point. No, you know I mean, no. someone goes. It wasn't a Bishop Brennan kick up the arse. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a. It was a push of the arse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at first, I almost thought there was going to be a punch thrown, and I was like, right, well, if someone throws a punch, he can send them off. But the ref was like, oh, here, look, I need to get in on this action. Red card. I mean, <laughs> Mackay tried to take the red card off the ref as well. Yeah. And like throw it on the ground, but he, he missed it. Uh, and look, you know what? McIntyre was probably right. Really, they were probably like. Don't send off Mike alone. He's the biggest name on the English team for the Soccer Sixes. Yeah. They're former it's, teammates at Liverpool as well. Yeah. Look, it's a great idea, the Soccer six, because it's actually quite entertaining if you if you watch it. I actually after I knew England won the tournament, I went back and watched a few of the games just to be see what was happening. Yeah. Uh the rest of the world had some uh, very funny players on there, like JJ koch was on there. He he scored some goals and Mendyetta was on there. It's, it's almost like a throwback to your childhood watching football, isn't yeah, it? Exactly, yeah.
1: See, these these people are still alive, they still that need they, they have something to play for. Yeah, they have to do something. Like I mean yeah. and a lot of people now these days are trying to stay fit and that's ideal for them lads because remember years ago they used to do the masters football. Yeah. That's sort of coming back in now, you know. Although I was
0: watching some of the players going, Oh my god, how are you so out of shape? Like Andy Reid was playing, Ian Hart was playing. It was a bit like watching that Ireland versus Manchester United Lee Miller <laughs> testimonial, some of the players out yeah, there, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know who was the top goalscorer at one stage? Do you remember Luke Young? Yeah. I think he was a right back. Did Charl- he play for Leicester? Charlton. And was Leicester as well? No. 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 But with the Baldy fella, he was top goalscorer at one stage. I was like, what? And then Kaczowski was playing as well. I think Luke Young also plays for Aspen, played for Aspen Villa. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. Did Luke Young or Kaczowski have any England caps? Kaczowski had one. Oh, Kaczowski did, yeah. Yeah. And Luke Young probably had zero.
1: Yeah. But, er. Uh, Yeah, so England won the competition anyway. But uh, there was one more thing from the news of the week. Uh, It's got to do in the world of mixed martial arts, where,
0: Ross, you explain it anyway. Oh, so, Pollyanna, Viana, hopefully I got her name right, doesn't really matter. She was in Brazil. She was at a bus stop. And this guy came up to her and asked for the time. And then she was like, have a gun, give me your phone. And then she was like, that's not a gun. And then she basically beat him up and then choked him out and waited for the police to come and grab him. This is a great story, isn't it? Yeah. It's one of those things where a mugger gets his comeuppance and, like, from the most unexpected source in his eyes. Yeah. So, you know what? Fair play to her. Even Dana White shared the story. Um, Look, don't start a fight in public. Don't try and mug someone because you don't know who you're mugging. I think that's the moral of the story. Exactly, yeah. Well, actually, don't mug people in general because it's not nice. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, fair play to her. 10 out of 10 in energized eyes. Yeah, absolute legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. Uh, well, that was the news of the week. So,
1: uh, Ross, what you make of the, the new structure of the show? We have our Energize plan of the week, crack yeah. of the week, and then uh, it's like the news of the week, all the action.
0: Yeah, I, I really like uh, the more structured format to it. It sort of gives you what we've done for the week, and then, you know, that, that news, that, uh, what we call it, last week. We call it something, cultural, pop culture sort of aspect of the show. Yeah. And then we give you, I suppose, that's the starter. And then we go into the main course of the show, isn't it? Yeah. We go into the bite. Yeah.
1: So basically, if you're like walking around and then you're stuck in an elevator, you can
0: you can just list one of these off, you know? Yeah, you'd be like, "Do you see Wayne Rooney got arrested? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, right, or, you know, do you see that UFC fighter in Brazil? That woman beat up that man. There you yeah. go. You have something to say to people, yeah. Or else, Jason McIntyre is very angry
1: these days. Yeah. Um, Booting Michael Owen up the hole. Okay, so we're moving into the main part of the show. It's called What Do you, What You Should Expect from Two Thousand Nineteen. So we're only going to do this once and once only. Uh, we're going to start off in the world of UFC. Um, we're going to be discussing what you should expect from the UFC this year. Uh, first of all, it's starting off strong with its first card. On ESPN is going to be headlined by Henry Cejudo versus TJ Dillashaw. Uh, Ross, what are what if you, you're the main man with the UFC with the MMA action? What should we expect from the UFC this year? Because a lot of people are, are MMA
0: fans and want to know should they be following it this year. This year could be the biggest year UFC has seen in a very very long time. New deal on ESPN, which is absolutely phenomenal. They're the biggest sports broadcaster over in America. So I'm just excited to see will there any be difference to the look of the show, difference to the look of production. Will it you know be a change on the commentary booth? Those sort of things. Also the first show is champion versus champion. Uh Shaw is going down to one twenty five to ho- fight zahudo Hudo. Look, I'm not gonna we're not gonna get into that fully because Next week's show. Obviously, next week's show will break that down. But, like, it's a great fight card. You have Greg Hardy fighting on the card from the Contender Series. A lot of people were saying he shouldn't be fighting on this card. Paige Van Zandt fighting Rachel Ostovich. Exactly. uh, Yeah. Who was actually a victim of domestic violence, which was what Greg Hardy's known for. And also, on the the prelims, you have Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus versus, uh, Alex Fernandez. So just a great fight card for the year but then what's really going to spice things up uh you have ufc 234 in australia but then what's shaping up to be card of the year is ufc 235 um in the t-mobile arena in las vegas yeah uh you have jones versus anthony smith you have woodley versus Usman. uh cody gargebrandt's fighting on that card against pedro munoz have Ben Askren versus Robbie Lawler, yeah. Holly Holm versus Aspen Latt and much more. It could be Oza Beef versus Jeremy Stevens. Yeah. Is two... I, I, I Already card of the year. I had like a shiver there. I was like you
1: had me sold after the first two fights and yeah. then like, they're actually giving you one of the best
0: fight cards that have happened in the last few years. You, you, the card's almost so stacked that you're almost a bit like uh, you're almost being a bit selfish you're <laughs> almost being like I wish it was Jones, Cormier and Woodley versus Covington. You know what I mean? Like you're almost like Let me be a bit more selfish. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're giving you everything and more. Yeah, yeah. So like it's it's you're almost like, oh yeah, but if I could change the fights around a little bit, you'd be happier. But like here look, when they give you a card that good, you can't give out about it. No, it's it's beyond good. That's going on that's going on in March as well. Yeah, and I would say like they're giving back a good card to Vegas that they took away from UC two thirty two, but like I think eighty percent of the people who go to the Vegas cards. Don't live in Vegas, or also, they're just going for the sake that it's on. You know what I mean? Would you say there's a large amount of DoHa f- fans in Vegas? A lot or of not many people. Well, obviously,
1: like loads of people live in Vegas, but it, it's such a weird climate there, and also you're in the desert, yeah. so it's a it'd be weird places where to sort of live. And but like a lot of people train there. Look at for instance, um,
0: uh, Kevin Lee lives there now. Yeah, although I think a lot of people are moving there for the PI as well. Because, like, put it this way, if my job was to be UFC fire and, like, I was struggling, I'd probably go and move to Vegas, rent a place there, yeah. go to the PI every day, free food, good training yeah. facilities. What more do you want? Yeah, Cloudy G'day
1: was doing that. Uh, Francis Ghanu was doing that. Although, Although that's not really good luck because
0: those was about lost. That's the thing, yeah.
1: <laughs> certain people go there and they get comfortable with the free yeah. food and the the sunglasses lifestyle yeah. and then all of a sudden you're losing fights. You see, you can't you can't take, take, take and not provide anything, you know? Yeah. But uh, there are certain fights we put a post out today on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, check it out. We were like, what matchups do you want to see this year in the UFC? Uh, Ross gave his shout saying he'd like to see John Jones versus Daniel Cormier number three. Uh, quick question, would you rather add a heavyweight or light heavyweight?
0: Definitely a heavyweight. It adds a new, you know, fire to the mix. Exactly. We've already seen a light heavyweight twice. Yeah. We know the outcome there. Then, uh, one fight that everyone said
1: they want to see Khabib versus Tony Ferguson happen please God make that happen at some certain stage and uh, also Ross also said Khabib versus Max Holloway but uh, obviously Khabib versus Ferguson is the one that everyone yeah. just wants that it just has to happen like that how many times has that fallen out like three or four yeah I'd also love to see Woodley versus Covington yeah. but I'm more so interested in the build up for that uh,
0: than anything
1: else yeah like uh, I said Conor McGregor versus Diaz three like imagine that an in international yeah. fight week that like that would blow the lid off Vegas like already already like without even getting reaching international fight week mm.
0: the cards lined up are so much better than last year's cards if you had to compare them oh 100% there's, there's about 40 fights in UFC that I want to see that aren't even like the main fights like I'd like to see Luke Rockhold versus Alexander Gustafsson I'd like to see Colby Compton versus Ben Askren um, I'd like to see Zabit versus Ayer Rodriguez you know what I mean there's, like, a million fights. Like, I want to see Adesanya versus Whitaker. I want to see Alexander Volkanovski versus Max Holloway. Like, basically, you name them, I want to see them this year. Yeah. And then Justin Gaethje versus anyone. Yeah, there was another shout here. Paolo
1: Costa versus Luke Rockhold. That was sent in by yeah. strength-ian-lbs. Underscore
0: uh, I think the only problem with that one is Paolo Costa's middleweight, and Luke Rockhold, I think, is done with middleweight. Yeah, and but might, it would be moving
1: up. Battle of the Models. Yeah, I said, hopefully, that... Uh, Luke Rockhold recovers from a shin problem yeah. and uh, comes back because losing athletes that, that are that good is just not going for the business and not going for the fans you know yeah yeah, but uh, yeah massive things to expect from the UFC like th- think about like they have the creme de la creme of talent like you usually yeah. expect great cards all the time not these waste of time cards where you're like you're watching it just f- okay. from and you don't even know who's fighting
0: You're watching because it says UFC on the canvas Yeah
1: But uh, that's what to expect from the UFC this year What we're going to go through now Is what to expect from Bellator this year uh, Ross Fights that we want from
0: Bellator this year Like, What do what we expect from Bellator? Okay I originally said Gegard Boussassi Versus Lyoto Machida Obviously that's probably going to be The next middleweight title fight but another fight that really has me ready to go... Well, it could be uh, Musassi versus uh, Lovato. Yeah. Um. But what really has my me ready to go will be... If Ryan Bader or even Fedor Emelianenko wins the Heavyweight Grand Prix, I'd like to see Gegard Musassi fight one of those two. Yeah, man. Yeah, because Gegard Musassi previously fought uh, Fedor. Yeah. It was like in a Sam, Sambo fight. Yeah. I assume Fedor won, did he? Yeah, Fedor yeah. won, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love to see Gegard fight... One of those two guys, a heavyweight. Or, well, more so an weight, but I suppose it would be a heavyweight bout. I'd be all about that. I'm, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's just, like, a, I'm a massive gay guard. who's has a fan now. Yeah. Which is quite funny, because he asked me five years ago, he went, Oh, he's so boring, isn't he? Not so much as fighting style, but, like, him as a person. Yeah. And now, like, he's most CTV. Also, MVP versus Roy McDonald, I think, like, that would be incredible to watch as well. That would be good, yeah. That, that's a potential... Welterweight finale Do you think all the uh, Welterweights And Bellator Hate Rory McDonald For making them fight In this five round Bellator Grand Prix uh, Style I am um, Because they're like oh, I don't have to do All these extra rounds Like I'm like Taking longer to recover From all my fights Just yeah. because Rory McDonald Wanted to be in the tournament No I get you But like If these go, If you're going to if The thing is If you're going to be a fighter
1: I think your goal To get you out of the bed Is to become a champion Because yeah. if not You're not going to get out you're not going to put in that extra work, and like you're getting a fair crack of the whip now. Yeah, if you win the competition, you're in the final and you can become the champ, So, who, who's gone through so far? You have Neiman Gracie
0: beat Ed Ruth, yeah, and you had Diego Lima beat Kreshkov. Am I correct? Yeah, I think that's um, it. So far, did Roy McDonald? No, Roy McDonald hasn't fought yet. I think he's fighting John Fitch, isn't he? And then MVP versus Paul Daly, MVP versus Paul Daly. Man, it's a great tournament, isn't it? Yeah. it actually, it's fantastic. Yeah, and also, like, that Bellator, that Bellator
1: event is on Saturday two weeks, and it's going to be the finale, Fedor versus Ryan Bader. Like, I mean, Bellator are kicking ass as well. Mm. Also, like, like
0: we're so thankful that they're coming to Dublin as well. Do, do you feel like Bellator doesn't really have a lot of heavyweight and heavyweight division now? It's just, like, an amalgamation of the two. It's not far off, it
1: is it? Yeah, they're sort of letting everyone go up and down. Scott is just giving the fans what they want, you know
0: what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's almost... Pride-esque or something, isn't it? It is. It, it, like, it's like, if you want to fight him, you can fight him. Just, you name the way, class. But, Ross, the
1: question is, what uh, what way will Bellator look by the end of the year? Will they be closer to the UFC or do you think they'll be further away? Because obviously, the UFC are coming out with some amazing cards as well.
0: I look at Bellator right now and think Bellator on their good nights can rival, and if not better, a good UFC card. But I don't think their best gets even close to UFC's best. Put it this way, Bellator, if they're giving all their best fighters, would really struggle to put a card up to UFC 235. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. What's your take on it? Yeah, well, see, the UFC have the creme
1: de la creme and first choice almost. Mm. Um, Obviously, Bellator are coming in and taking away some superstars like Gegard Mousasi or Rory MacDonald. Obviously, they have Fedor there as well. And uh, they're obviously building up a sort of niche market, as in, like they're getting Dylan Danis and they're getting um, who, who's the you, the WWE guy? Um, Hager. Oh, Jack Swagger, I think it is. Jack it? Swagger in. They're like trying to get all the UK market in. They're getting the Irish market in thanks to well, Coach Kavanaugh and yeah, also I think so, yeah, and also thanks for all the work that he's done with uh, Conor McGregor.
0: Yeah, look, Bellator is doing good this year, and I'm looking very much forward to seeing can they. Get up to UFC level. So before we move off and May Talk Barry, who do you think your breakout star for the year is going to be? I Well, in the
1: UFC, I'm going to go for Sugar Sean O'Malley. I just feel like it's going to be a huge year for him. He obviously had the problems with uh, failing a drug test last year, but uh, for star power, star recognition and talent, he basically has it all, so I'd back him to do it. And then I think MVP is going to really shine in Bellator this year as well. So they're they're my
0: two choices from Bellator and UFC. What about yourself? Uh, For me, I'm going to say, I think Zabit could end up fighting for a UFC featherweight title by the end of the year. So maybe Zabit there. And then maybe Neiman Gracie. He could actually end up potentially winning the Bellator welterweight Grand Prix. And that could be an interesting one as well. Yeah, so that's the UC covered, what to expect from UC
1: and what to expect from Bellator this year. And uh, also, if you're going to Bellator Dublin, let us know. Uh, the tickets are on sale actually as well.
0: And they look quite pricey as well, Ross. Yeah, definitely let us know. Um, do you that's going to be a set out, yeah? I fully unexpected, yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. They have a lot of fighters on who are Irish related, so I'm yeah. all about it. Yeah, it's very, very Irish.
1: Uh, speaking of Irish, Irish rugby and what to expect from Irish rugby this year? And, Ross, obviously, Ireland went undefeated last year. They won, the, they won the Grand Slam, beat New Zealand. This year, obviously, the Six Nations is coming up in next month. Yeah. And uh, the World Cup is coming up, coming up as well. So, what are we expecting here, Ross, from Ireland in
0: 2019? Um, it was up to me. I'd expect Ireland to go undefeated this year. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, after beating New Zealand, I'm a bit like, "Here, who can we not beat? you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Obviously, the Six Nations are going to come up first. We have England and France at home. Then we have Scotland, Wales, and Italy away. Yeah. I was sort of us to win the Grand Slam. Like, is that is that too much to expect? No. Like, I was watching. If you if you saw our Instagram on Sunday, we we said
1: check out Virgin TV. No plugs, but um. It, it relived the whole Grand Slam winning team and yeah. the games and the moments like it, it started off obviously in the France game there was like 35 or 36 phases then Johnny Sexton kicked it over the bar like I, like I was literally like shivered I couldn't believe like usually Ford's Ford's hands aren't that good and they might knock it on you know and yeah. you're like, you're like oh, I thought it would happen but like when Johnny Sexton got in the end and kicked it over the bar that was just the beginning of something special like even the plays the way, the way they do they're so in tandem I feel like even if one of the f- starter players got injured, the next man in is just uh, is just as good. Possibly not with Johnny Sexton, but anyone else, I think. Like, if, if Rob Kearney was out, they have someone just as good come in, uh, which is unbelievable to think for Ireland, you know what I mean? Because Ireland are usually like, oh, we came second, we'll take the silver. But, like, this this seems like the mean business. Um, Myself and Ross are both going over to Edinburgh to watch Ireland uh, take on Scotland in the Six Nations. That's going to be a day full of haggis. But, um... I wouldn't be surprised if they won the Grand Slam, yes. Um, The thing is, then going into the World Cup, uh, like, I'd feel so, there'd be so much more pressure on them. You know what I mean? From, not, like, they've never been used to this much pressure. So imagine winning the Grand Slam, going undefeated into the World Cup, and then, like, you know the way, like, Ireland are going to just, like, blow the ears off maybe they'll be lucky that they're over in Japan and it's over at a different time zone same way the World Cup because you're you're getting people eating their breakfast over here and you'll be playing the matches over there maybe it'll be suit them better because if they're on in England like the press their phones will be blowing up like nothing you know what I mean they can probably like take themselves out of the the circus that is the World Cup you know?
0: yeah I, I think that could be a possible, possibility less yeah. uh, distractions distractions um, yeah they won't be on the same time zone as all the Irish, as you say, yeah. um, it'll be like, night time over here, or daytime over here, and it'll be bright and early in the morning over yeah. there, so, and vice versa, so yeah, maybe it will be a distraction, I don't know how they're going to climatise, I don't know whether the food will affect their performance over there,
1: Yeah,
0: it's going to be very hard to tell, also, I've never been to Japan, so therefore I don't know whether Ireland are going to play majority of the games in Tokyo, or elsewhere in Japan, I don't know whether they're going to be in a built-up city, like they'll be able to get sleep at night time because it's so busy. Yeah. These are all the factors that are going to come yeah. in. Like, and like, where's Dev and Toner going to stay in bed? The shop's at, like, six foot ten. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, and if the hotel rooms in Japan or anything like the ones in Paris, they're always, like, quite small. Quite so, small, yeah. Yeah, so it, there's a lot of defining factors. But, look, Ireland have never... Won a quarter-final game, I think, in the World Cup. Sure they haven't. No. So, look, we expect minimum semi-final. I expect them to get to the final, really. Um, so do I. So do I. That,
1: that's just... It's like they're that good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless they
0: underperform. Yeah, like Scotland are the other good team in our, our group as well. Uh, we have Scotland and Japan. They're like seed two and seed three in our group. So I expect us to win our group. Uh, hopefully we get a favourable match-up in the second round. And then, next thing you know, here we go to the semi-finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? The thing is that phase against France where they had to
1: go 35 times before Johnny yeah. Sexton hit the drop goal over the bar, that's something that is like uh, the same way if you look at Andy Joshua the way he fought Klitschko and then came back and then won. like It's that experience of having done it before that yeah. will do. That will, That is so important going into a, situ, a situation like that. Because say if we go up against New Zealand, like Johnny Sexton, I oh sorry, Johnny Wilkinson did it against Australia years ago. Remember when they won yeah. the World Cup? Hit it off his bad foot and went over the bar. It was just sort of like having already done it puts less pressure on you. Like Ryan Giggs, I watched an interview with him the other day, and he was talking about how he won the Champions League final in '99, and then when he won it again in 2008 against. Uh, Chelsea in the penalty shootout he he felt less pressure because he hit the penalty before Anelka took the next one and missed it but he was he was, felt less pressure because he had the experience something like Tom Brady like Tom Brady's thrown the ball so many yeah. times in the biggest occasions when the, all the the chips are down and you have to make it like he's done it so many times that it's not as the pressure you know what I mean yeah. like the first time we did a podcast we were probably really nervous but now it's just like we've done it so many times it's yeah. You're a pro, you know?
0: Yeah, the confidence is riding really, really high in the Irish camp. Um and look, just I, I remember seeing someone do a Team of the Year or whatever, and one fella team hit did a Team of the Year and there were seven Irish players in it. And another fella did Team of the Year and there was eight Irish players in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's fifty percent of the team basically is Irish. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they were trying not to let players in. Yeah, and like <laughs> there were two English people picking the teams, you yeah. know what I mean? So like that just goes to show you how strong the Irish team is at the moment. Yeah. So, well, okay, so we're hoping for a Grand Slam <laughs>
1: and a final appearance in the World Cup.
0: Yeah. Just, like, really just see If we get to the final, we're going to expect to win it. Yeah,
1: definitely, yeah. But, uh, Ross, obviously to win a Grand Slam and then get to a World Cup final, then it's a 50-50 coin toss. Um, that obviously requires people to impress. So, in 2019, who are you looking out for it to impress
0: and who do you think will impress um, look it's going to be quite a strange one because the competition for places is only ramped up more and more and more um, you sort of look at someone like Devon Toner and go is he now that year too old and is someone like Todd Byrne that bit more versatile in the second row he seems to score tries every time he puts on a green jersey also like James Ryan has that other jersey nailed down um, Yeah. You look at players like Stockdale and you go, he's an absolute try machine. Um he's broke the record last year in the Six Nations for tries. Can he score as many tries this year? Will he break the world record try scoring? Uh then obviously look, Joey Carberry is doing phenomenal down in Munster. He's very clutch with all his kicking. But then again, if Sexton gets injured, is Carberry good enough to step up to the plate there? So for me, Sexton has to stay fit. Um hopefully we have Conor Murray back. Um, that's that's very big for Ireland, I think, anyway. And then, like, the rest of the players, I think, as you say, there's very capable re- replacements in there. Like, Lara Moore looks great, a full-back, young prospect. But before I name everyone, Barry, you tell us your opinion. No, you've already, you already named all my players. Oh, did I? not get toy furlong,
1: man. Yeah. You like him. Yeah, no, I think it's a huge year. Like, if you've got to keep your eye on anyone, I think it would be... Uh Stockdale And also I think Bundyaki could be A very important player Because he likes He loves to get stuck in And also He's like a bull So he can take Like he'll give the hits There's something about With the way he plays He's just uh, He's ready to attack It's that Maori Instinct in him To just go for it You know what I mean i say he was really good At sevens back in the day Yeah Um. Yeah obviously uh, You see the thing is You almost want to wrap Johnny Sexton up In cotton wool But like he likes to get Stuck in as well And then um the thing is, like, we're, we're sort of fortunate about the forwards that, like, there's almost, like, two players per position. Maybe Rory Best. You see, I'm, I looked at it as well when I was watching it on Sunday. And I was like, Can Ireland, would this, if this was the World Cup year, would this have been the year we won the World Cup? I'm just, I just wonder if they can carry it on one more year. Yeah. It'd be amazing. To ask,
0: to ask them win every game again is a lot. Yeah. And that's almost what we are asking them to do. We are. We are. We're, we're, like... I'm like, if you lose a game, lose one of the Six Nations, will you? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Don't wait on that loss at the World Cup. Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be test games in between February and the World Cup as well. You know what I mean? Which is very important. But you know what another good thing is? Because is, their squad's so talented, that they're going to be pushing each other so hard for those places that they're only going to improve them. That's you know what I ex- mean? Ross, you're 100% correct. That's, that's the problem with the... I mean, that's the good problem Ireland have. Mm. It's
1: just like, no one's position is safe. No. And th- there's someone younger than you trying to get their start in the World Cup. So, like, everyone has to be ready. Like, if Sexton's missing kicks, Carberry's going to have to come in. You know what I mean? That's... Just because you're uh, the goat of Irish rugby doesn't mean that you can't get your position taken. Like, uh, Roy Best wasn't that brilliant last year and some Mm. of his line-outs weren't amazing and uh, there's people coming up...
0: Yeah, like, Sean Cronin seems to like getting on the court sheet when he's got on the pitch.
1: Yeah, and Sean Cronin looks fitter than he ever has. Like, I mean, a couple of years ago, he just... That's the, th- the difference in the fours. The fours are more mobile than ever as yeah. well. It's a different game, and Ireland are very
0: ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? Especially now that you're allowed to have three front row substitutes as well. It's almost like the second row, or the second string from row, is like as good as the first string. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then even look at Keane Healy. He was there training on Christmas Day. Yeah. like he, No messing.
1: Diesel has me in business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, it's good for us if it, Ireland do well as well, you know? But, uh, yeah. So we only expect the best for the Irish rugby team. Yeah. Um, what would you say? So, uh, my player to watch is going to be Stockdale. I'm going to see if he can carry that momentum and form into next year. And then obviously, John, Johnny Sexton is... Uh, he's the pinnacle. He makes it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the linchpin. Yeah. Imagine if we got to the final and he couldn't play. He'd yeah, be like, oh my God. Yeah, it'd, be, but, uh, it'd be like
0: Barcelona with Messi. It's, it's a bit like going... Back when O'Driscoll's team it was like, who do you think the best player is? It was like, well, it was clearly O'Driscoll, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I suppose, I suppose O'Gara is important too. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's the way it is. But for me, my player to watch out for, if you're gonna have Stockdale, who will I have? I'm gonna actually pick a different one. I'm gonna say Josh Vanderflier. I think he won't get a lot of the plaudits, but he'll get the job done on the deck. He'll win a lot of ball for Ireland. He'll make a lot of tackles for Ireland. And I think in the back row himself. I think it'll be Stander and Peter O'Matney. I think that back yeah. row is a good enough back Peter row. Manny. That the are going to gonna win us the World Cup and the Six <laughs> Nations.
1: <laughs> what will the session be like? We'll be on the points for breakfast.
0: Yeah, we'll be on the points for breakfast. Oh, for you, Japan. Like, oh, 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 yeah, I'm definitely not ruling out going to Japan. Like, anyway. well, oh, yeah, but I'm looking at now being like, right, Ireland are going to win the group. Where did they play that game? And then you say for the semi-final as well, and then you're like, if they win, like, you, you cancel your flight and you stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You remortgage the gaff that you don't have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were actually in touch with someone today about stuff about Irish rugby
1: as well. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. You know what I mean? There's, Who there's knows? That,
0: we could be sent over before before we know. Yeah,
1: we might have to be the, the goalposts and put our arms up in the air. Yeah. But uh, going from... Jeez, imagine that. That would be a great fairy, fairy tale. But uh, we're going to move on to the... Irish football team and what I expect from them this year as well Because obviously 2018 was a a dire year for Irish football fans And um, we're going to be... Well, first question, Ross What are you expecting from the Irish football team this year? uh, (laughs) Because we can only get better We have a brand new manager in Mick McCarthy uh, Previous manager of Ireland as well And he brought us
0: to a World Cup And... um, 2002 2002, yeah The glory years In Japan as well, in Korea, yeah Japan seems to be a good spot for us, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, look, the first thing you asked me, the answer it was like, what do you expect better? To improve. <laughs> um, yeah, I think The only thing we can do is improve, to be honest. Yeah, about. I look at the Irish football team and I just look at it and go, look, McCarthy has to find out who wants to play for the team and who doesn't. You know what I mean? He's sitting yeah. down be like, here look, Declan Rice, do you want to play yes or no? Like, just let us know how we can move on one way or another. Yeah. Don't leave us in limbo. If you want to play for England, all well and good. Play for England. But, yeah. like, let us know how we can move on without you. Yeah. I mean, let us put a nail in the coffin. Declan Rice is, by the way, a quality footballer for only yeah. 19. He already has, like, 50 Premier League caps. Like, I was looking at You know what he does? He does that, like, sort of slide tackle, take the ball off his man, get up and, like, take two or step, two or three steps forward with the ball and then pass it onwards. Yeah. It's He's almost like, I don't want to say modern-day Roy Keane, but, like, he does all the simplicity things perfect, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, no other
1: 19-year-old has their place cemented in a Premier League team and already has 50 caps. The thing is, he can also play centre-back as well.
0: He's probably a bit like John Stones, but he's also about three or four years younger than John Stones. Yeah, he's like Sunderland's Paddy Paddy McNair. Ball as a centre-half, but then they were like, he's actually one of the best footballers we have, so he's playing midfield. You know what I mean? I I look at Declan Royce and go, he'd 100% play centre-defence midfield for Ireland. That's where he'd have to play. Because Duffy and Clark or Long or whoever else you want to play in centre-half or Kyo are definitely better than the other centre midfielders we have at being centre midfielders.
1: Yeah. I so know,
0: yeah. I'd say Roy to play centre midfield.
1: That would be so good to have him there. And you know what? You're almost better off making him captain. If he's, yeah. if he's going to play for us, he's going to be there for 10 years. And um, build a team around him. Because uh, obviously we're not scoring enough goals, Ross. And we're looking for strikers that are English to play for
0: Ireland. Yeah. It's sort of funny that you look at Martin O'Neill's Ireland team and then you look at Mick McCarthy's Ireland team that he hasn't even played a game with yet. And you're, like, more hopeful already. Because, like, McCarthy's definitely going to play Matt Doherty. Yeah. And, like, he's oh, also probably yeah. going to play Seamus Coleman. And then he's probably going to play McLean and Brady, maybe, on the left. And, like, you're always, like, right, well, like, that's a lot of talent on the wings, you know what I mean? like, Duffy's good at centre-half. I prefer Clark with him, but it's fairly irrelevant who else plays him. And then, uh, like, Randolph's, like, not bad for an Ireland goalkeeper, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, Shane Long, maybe not great, but like, maybe Shane Long should play up front with someone else because he'll do all the running. Yeah, but then it'll be like a 4-4-2. It and also, so. uh,
1: yeah, but also, oh, Michal Femi is getting in the team now as well. Almost a bit maybe, ahead of Shane Long.
0: Maybe those two should play together up front because they both play for Southampton. Although, they never play for Southampton together up front. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they might know each other a bit better. They might know the runs that the other person's going to make.
1: Yeah, it's... Gonna be interesting to see what Mick does. Well, in fairness, you might as well try
0: something, you know what I mean? Well, he's gonna to have to try something, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you, do you think? What do you think the story's is gonna be a right back? Because clearly, Matt Darty is the best player Ireland have at the moment, who's like playing well. Well, he's playing the best in the Premier League out of all the Irish players. So, if obviously excluding Declan Rice, between those two, and obviously our captain James Cole plays in the same position as Matt Darty. so what do you think they're gonna do with them?
1: I think they almost could do right what? back, right wing. Exactly yeah And then yeah. put Like put Robbie Ray Left wing And then uh, They're going to put um, w- Wardy A left back And then The two lads can overlap Or cover back You know what I mean Yeah Because they're both adequate In defence oh. and attack yeah. You know what I mean And then maybe put McLean up front With uh, Shane Long then Because McLean's going to have to play as well You know
0: Yeah I- I'd actually be Now that you've said that I'd be all about having McLean up front Just because He's not afraid to shoot And like It looks like Shane Long is You know what I mean yeah. So but the thing about Shane Long is he's definitely one of our better footballers. So I'd rather see him on the pitch. Yeah. But it's more so you can't put him up front by himself and expect him to score the goals. Yeah. The thing is Shane Long's never been a goal
1: scorer. He sort of has to get the ball, put up to him, and then he can head it down to these yeah. people like someone like Matt Dardy is coming across or and also Shane Long loves a header, so like yeah. Matt Dardy can cross we need to cross the ball into these lads, you know what yeah. I mean? Like and their uh, work as a team and like and then if if Royce is there playing said to maybe someone like who who knows, like Jeff Hendrick or even if uh McCarthy
0: McCarthy comes yeah. back. Yeah, uh, when you when you sort of name the midfielders you're like Arthur Rice McCarthy um Hendrick and Huerhan you're almost like you know what it doesn't sound as atrocious as it used to. You yeah. know what I mean uh, I feel like Cyrus Christie is the one person who like Martin O'Neill trusted who will not get the run out that he got no. under uh, under Mick McCarthy. So Christie was is almost like
1: the Fellaini of Manchester United now. Yeah. Like new manager, new ideas. Yeah. He's out. Yeah, but uh, Ross, who, who are you looking forward to seeing play, pull on the green jersey next year? Obviously, if Declan Rice does do it, but like, is there anyone else that you think are really going to step up now under the
0: McCarthy reign? I really want to see Mihal Obafemi get a run out because he's been given a few games since the boys had happened. He scored a few goals. So, you know what I don't like? You know these players who get like a 30 minute debut?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm uh, really like, here, look, they might take five, ten minutes to read the game, then they're only got 20 minutes. De- you really, you know what I mean? If you're going to be bold and select these players start them see what happens I'd also I think I'm more interested to see what formation we're going to play than who's going to be on the pitch Yeah same here I think that's more so it and like are we going to play a bit of free-flowing tackle football because the 2002 World Cup football we played was beautiful Yeah Now we don't have Duff and Keane now but it was good football
1: Yeah and the thing is that Aviva Stadium is too big to be playing such defensive football they may, yeah. as well, they may as well have it in Dalymount Park or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, like, if you're going to be playing that shit football, yeah, like you're, that are, asked,
0: you're asking fifty thousand people to come in and watch paint dry.
1: Yeah, that 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 stadium hosts some of the greatest rugby that's ever been played, and then they expect us to go and watch like nil all matches twenty four seven for the Irish football team. It's just not not. It's not good enough. Like you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I'm expecting a big big year from Duffy. I think Duffy's doing well in the Premier League. And I think like he could really become a captain or a leader. Maybe, yeah, captain or a leader, maybe, yeah.
0: Oh, I think this is a great show. Yeah, Shane Duffy, I think, should be made captain. Just because he puts body, heart and soul on the line. Yeah. Well, like, after Seamus Coleman as well. Yeah. yeah. So, uh,
1: that's what we have to, that you should expect from the UFC this year. From Bellator this year, the Irish rugby team this year and the Irish football team this year. So, if you have any disagreements with that, let us know. And then we'll tell you to, to go suck a lemon. But uh, we're going to move on to will it or won't it happen before the end of the show? Ross's favourite part of
0: the, sh- the show this year. So, Ross, are, you ready, are you ready for it? Yeah. Will it or won't it happen? Now, this is not just going to be on what we talk about today. This is going to be on anything. Okay. So, will Ole Gunnar Solskjaer be made the permanent manager of Manchester United? No. Any reason why or... We have a few more minutes in on this one, so you can. Grand you. Uh you know they won the first three games,
1: five now. Yeah, yeah, the first three games very, very well. The the fourth game wasn't as good, and then the fifth game there against Reading, it sort of came back to like you know I have problems, and like I don't think Solskjaer is going to be as sorted out. I think by the end of the year they're going to get Pochettino. I think that that's the man they want, and the the question is like, there people are saying, oh, will Pochettino not want to stay and play this new season with Spurs in the new stadium? It's like. He has the opportunity to take over one of the biggest clubs in the world. You know, what I mean, like, who like he could be managed Old Trafford every day of the year. Why would he waste his time and Spurs? That's just how he achieve and, I know.
0: So uh, you no. know, what I mean? no, I don't think Solskjaer will. Okay, will Chelsea buy a striker in the January transfer window? I doubt it. Cause Is it yes or no, Basmo? No. Oh well, like like they could sign. Some absolute randomer. Well, you like, but I mean the starting striker. Start a, and striker. A starting striker. No. Okay. Will Anthony Joshua fight Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury in two thousand nineteen? Yes.
1: I, 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 I feel like it's going to be a big year next year. Uh this year. Uh I think Wilder's going to happen. Will Conor McGregor's next fight be Khabib
0: Nurmagomedov?
1: No. It's going to be Nate Diaz three, on International Fight Week.
0: Oh, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> will it or won't it happen? Daniel Cormier will fight twice this year in the UFC.
1: Oh, uh, I think it'll happen once, and it's going to be John Jones.
0: <sighs> okay. Will it or won't it happen? Kane Velasquez fights twice this year in the UFC, bearing in mind he's already scheduled to fight in Ganu.
1: Yeah, I think it'll happen twice. you make light work for Ghana and be ready to go again.
0: Fantastic stuff.
1: Is that why you want to do it from now on? You ask Wh- questions and then next yeah. week I'll do the will it or won't it? Or do you want- You don't always want to do. Ah, will-
0: uh, I don't know. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay, yeah. I, have, I have two more. Are you ready for them? Yeah, for ahead, yeah. Ireland will win the World Cup. Will
1: it or won't it happen? I'm going to say will it. I think 2019 is going to
0: be a big year for everyone. Okay. Positive, positive vibes. Mick McCarthy. Will he win more or lose more games? Will it or won't it happen? I think it'll be just even, We'll but we'll mostly draw. <laughs> very, oh, Ireland. Well, very Ireland. very Ireland. Very yeah. Ireland. So guys, that is sort of sums up the energised will it or won't it segment. Yeah. Guys, as always, thank you an absolute million for listening. If you are still listening at this stage, don't be afraid to give us a shout out. If you have any more energized segments that you would like us to implement definitely do yeah. um I also like sh- also sorry if uh, if there were some pauses through the show uh someone knocked on the studio door so we had to pause it for a second yeah so that was important yeah. um also um i was asked in person this week to do thursday chats again they want them to come back so i'll do thursday chats this week um other than that thanks a million give us a shout out And, as always, stay energized.